It is August 20th, 2018. Uh, Matt Morgan took some blue chew half an hour ago, guys. And that uh, explains his emotions there on the camera. It's all oiled up. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Wrestling Inc. podcast. The, the night after SummerSlam, Monday Night Raw. Here we are, once again. Man, uh, hell of a night tonight. Hell of a last segment. I feel like we have to talk about that first. Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. Bronze Roman comes. Goes to do the cash-in. And then, boom, Shield reunion. Braun uh, doesn't get the opportunity. Mind blown, by the way. I, I thought this was crazy. Yeah, I thought the ending was awesome. Let's um, let's get into it more later when everyone's kind of jumped in. Uh, but I thought it was great. What would you think, Glenn? I thought it was good. It, look, as long as Braun still has that briefcase. I mean, they made it clear on the uh, yeah. on the commentary Broadcast. that the, the bell never rang. Yeah. 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 But that was yeah. good. That was, oh, we're getting into it. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a good swerve. Like I thought, it was all cleverly done. It was cool. I mean, I talk about giving the fans uh, something to go out on tonight. I think that was uh, fantastic. So we open the show, of course, with the recap of last night, and Roman Reigns comes to the ring uh, saying he's a man of his word. He said he beat Brock Lesnar, and he did. Uh, Finn Balor comes out, and they set up a match for the Universal Title uh, title later in the evening. Um, yeah, I thought to open the show, you know, this could have gone a lot of different ways. I thought this was okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. No, yeah, good, good, good opening promo. Roman's feeling himself something out there. You could tell, waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. Um, he's matured a lot. It's, remember the last time he did that? It was about a couple years ago when he waited on them forever, the, the crowd, to see how much ire he was drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's come a long way. It didn't throw him off one iota. Um, I liked it. And and I liked I thought it was – we'll get into Finn a little bit in his match, I'm sure. But uh, I was pissed off it wasn't the demon that came out tonight. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, if he's going to lose, it's probably better that it's not the demon. But just from a – just from a continuity standpoint, if you're this super badass whenever you're the demon, wouldn't you want to do that when you're getting a title shot, right? It's, and, it's, and it's predictable. That means every time, you know, he comes out, he's going to lose. Right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Smiling Finn loses. Um, but uh, Demon Finn yeah. wins. But, you know, they could use that to set it up, like, uh, if they wanted to. Because they don't have any challengers for Roman right now. So they could have Finn come out next week and say, hey, I want a rematch at Hell in the Cell. You against the Demon. You can't beat the Demon. And, you know, they could build it up. Demon's never been beat. And then you get, you got something there. Was he the demon versus Seth Rollins that night he won the Universal? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, there you go then. Yeah, good call, Raj. Yeah. Um, Hell in a Cell, it makes sense, right? They could brand the whole thing around Finn. I mean, even he probably won't take the title off Roman, but I could then easily see Finn go. Oh, last Glenn. Um, one thing I pointed out on, on Twitter that the uh, this was the first time that there's been a Universal Championship match on Raw in almost 19 months. 19 months? <laughs> yeah, since January 30th, 2017, when uh, Ron Strowman beat Kevin Owens by disqualification. Oh, by disqualification, okay. But yeah, a year isn't, isn't and crazy? a half? That's insanity, a year and a half. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I really did not know that. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy, but... Uh, yeah, the opening segment. Opening segment. Uh, it was it was a good start to the show. I thought it kind of went downhill from here for a while. 
I don't, I don't know what you thought. The show as a whole? Um, yeah, until the until the end. Yeah, it got back to Raw's normal. Um, Hunter stuff, I mean, we'll get into it, I'm sure. But there's some cool high notes on, on there, you know, sprinkled in there. All right, Glenn. Yeah. Back. No, I was saying build Hell in a Cell around Finn. And even if he doesn't win the title off Roman, I think for the IC title, he's a lock at that point. He'll be, you know, back where he should have been all along as one of the faces right. of this company. Should be. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so, uh, so there was some drama between Corbin and Angle tonight. Uh, Angle put Corbin in a match against Bobby Lashley with Lashley picking up a win. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Does this feud do anything for you, Matt? No, but did you see? This is a very small detail. Did you see Corbin backstage with Kurt with Corbin's like shirt unbuttoned a little bit? He saw the tattoos hanging out. It's like, not to sound weird, he looked like a star when he was disheveled more than he does with that yeah. damn shirt dressed up. It's so obvious. Yeah, for sure. And let me just also say real quick Finn, huge pop tonight. A lot of that is anti Roman pop, maybe as well. But. The, his pop he got though is telling, right? So Vincent or whomever you know used to shit or used to hate on him that he's not a main event talent. Brooklyn says something different tonight. We need to put that over. He got a he got a superstar pop tonight. Yeah, but these post pay per view crowds, especially SummerSlam Survivor Series, where they're doing it, in, you know, the same areas takeover, the same arenas takeover. A lot of those people are there for. NXT, you know, 100. And, and those are the ones that would be the first to crap on. This isn't demon. <laughs> we want a demon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean they're definitely aware of their audience and playing towards them in all of this. Um, I just think at this point, you know. Uh, it, it, tonight was a tough night. I mean, there were some really, really good spots. There were a lot of sort of dry spells. Um, Corbin versus Lashley, it's just hard to get excited about that. But I think Corbin, look, his stock is on the rise if he's uh, being promoted to general manager while Angle takes a forced uh, vacation. Yeah. yeah. No question. Yeah. Um, and with this, Lashley uh, hit Corbin with the modified cutter for the pin. After that, Paul Heyman backstage and Kurt Real quick Angle. about with this match, it went yeah. way too long. Like, you know, two segments for Lashley versus Corbin. It should have been one segment tops. Oh, know? yeah. But I, I thought uh, the end of the match was cool. I thought Lashley winning was cool. But um, other than that, it, it, it was just way too long. It, it, like, I kind of got out of the show during that match, and it was, it was kind of hard to get back in. That Triple H's promo you mentioned was awesome, but other than that. Oh. Yeah. Paul Heyman backstage at Kurt Angle's office saying Brock Lesnar wants to get his rematch for the WWE Universal title. And Angle states it doesn't say when uh, that right. has to take place. Yeah. So, so saying not Hell in a Cell, which Heyman was pitching. Is this the last we've seen of, of Brock? Raj, uh, does he have anything else booked or is he done with the company for the time being? Well, his contract was up, you know, that SummerSlam match was the end of his contract. Now, the Barclays Center had been advertising him for tonight's Raw. So that's interesting that he wasn't there. So I don't know if it was a mess up on the Barclays Center part. Like maybe he, you know, they told him that Brock is going to be at SummerSlam at the Barclays Center and they accidentally put Raw. But whatever the case, obviously he wasn't on tonight's show. And you, you see how how physically Brock has changed. So it's clear that he's taking the UFC things um, seriously. So yeah. um, 
Yeah. I mean, WWE has all the money in the world if they want to try to keep him, and I'm sure they are trying. But um, my guess is that Brock does this fight with Cormier, and if he loses, he's back in WWE. I'm sure he, you know, I'm sure his UFC career, unless the John Jones fight's happening, uh, I, I'm sure I think that's probably about back. it. I think he comes back, win or lose. Yeah, yeah. At some point, win or lose. But if he wins, I think champion. he'll do another fight or two. You know. Yeah, I think to be a double champ, to be a, a double champion as well. Oh my God, will he get money? Oh my God, will he get paid? I mean, if he if he won, I mean that would just uh, that would drive interest back in the UFC so much. And I mean, Connor already with coming back between <laughs> Connor coming back and Brock winning the title. That, I mean, that'd be huge. Yes, it would. So yeah, they're keeping it open ended, but yeah, I think Brock is uh, Brock's done for now. Until okay. I mean, we'll see if he resigns. But I'm guessing if he did, uh, they would have done something with you know, uh, as far as I don't know, and announcing that he is facing Roman at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Ember Moon versus the Riot Squad. Uh, the Boston Hug Connection in full effect. Oh, stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> They keep calling it that. It's just, oh, it's such a terrible name. Does it uh, even say it on the Tron? Does it even say it on the Tron? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't count if they don't. They've got merch. Oh, the merch says count. it. Uh, it does count. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, this was an okay match tonight. I I don't know where they're going with this. Um, uh, I don't care about this. Yeah, Let's I'm move with you. On. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, one thing. I don't. One thing I did want to mention. Do you think Sasha took the pin for the third week in a row? You think she's getting? Uh, she's in the doghouse here because that seems. I think uh, I don't care. Yeah, it seems I, like I a mean, pattern at that point. There's no. I have zero emotional. I'm not saying this to be a dick. I'm saying that uh, their part to draw me in. They've done the exact opposite with these girls, and it's a damn shame. I don't care what they do with them at this point. That's how much they've messed this up with two of their top girls that I would have predicted two years ago would be at the top of the heap. Yeah, Sasha was a no-brainer. They, they've uh, they've they, messed her up. They, and even that with her and Bailey, they were getting some steam, and now you know they've lost what four, you know, three weeks in a row. I don't care. Yeah, but I, it makes me angry. It makes me angry, actually. I bet you it comes down to Hell in a Cell. They break up and they get a one-on-one match for Evolution. Hopefully, yeah. Who uh, cares? I, uh, I know. Yeah, they they botched that up too much. That <laughs> in fact, how it's almost sad tonight when they were like, and of course Brooklyn is the site of you know when they were talking about uh, the women uh, having Ronda talk about their match at Takeover. The best women's match like ever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's up there. And look at them tonight. Uh, so Ruby won that for the Riot Squad with the Riot Kick. After that, Triple H came out. And, uh, yeah, hyping up the weekend, talking about everything with SummerSlam and setting up the match with Undertaker um, at Hell in a Cell, talking about the match uh, with HBK and his history with Taker. Uh, I mean, didn't this seem so pointless, given that the match with Taker and Triple H is already announced? It, 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 yeah, but it drives people to the network to watch it, right? Yeah, but shouldn't they have waited to do this until after Hell in the Cell? It, it's because you're, you should be promoting the next pay per view first. I mean, oh, this oh, isn't until a couple, you know, weeks yeah. after. Um, I think they're I still feeling. I think it's their network, right? I think they're still feeling out what their 
model is, right? Their business model is, is, is the attention span of wrestling fans that fast nowadays that you can uh, promote one and a half times in advance. I don't know. Yeah, what it seemed like to me was cause they're doing this in a stadium with 80,000 seats. So they probably needed to get the jump start, like tickets moving Certainly. more. And mm-hmm. so doing the TV angles would probably help help sales. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of weird right now because they're promoting I, Hell in a Cell, uh, this super show, and then also Evolution. So it's kind of like three shows at once that you're kind of hearing, hearing about. Yeah. And just... There's got too much going on right now. They're trying to promote Australia, Hell in a Cell, and Evolution at the same time. I don't know how they do this effectively. Yeah, but that being said, Triple H was money on that promo. Like that was an awesome promo. Like, that was good. Yep. Like Absolutely. the story that he tells, you know, like kind of going back, why he turned it down, and coming back to why he accepted. You know, it it uh, it, it hit home. I thought it was, I thought it was a good promo. It was a very good promo. Yeah. Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. Dude. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah. the, say, the finish, say the finish real quick. Uh, dirty Deeds. You got the Dirty Deeds on uh, on Ziggler. On Ziggler. How big did Homeboy's legs get? Dean, you see the size of his legs right now? I was going to say he's bursting out of his jeans, but that sounds bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. Like Right now, that was a good look. Before the end of the show, which he went back to his old gear, but – in his singles gear tonight, that's the best I've ever seen him look. And whatever those are stretchy jeans, whatever you want to call them, he's worn those in the past. And his his legs got humongous. That dude put in some serious work in the gym. I know I kind of brushed past it, but tonight it was very noticeable. He was he was bigger than Dolph. Yeah, I always he felt like the, the the t-shirt and jeans. Uh, it kind of worked to like hide his physique a little bit back in the day. Now he doesn't need it. I feel like he, he should change his gear up and get something that has more of a star look. I think, okay, he had stretchy jeans before, but if you notice, they're a little bit baggier. They're kind of like mom, soccer mom jeans, right? Yeah. And, or, or, you know, but like dad bod jeans before, right? But now these these are tight. These are like nut hugged on him, right? So you could see like his, his quads got bigger, his hammies got bigger. He put in, I'm telling you, put size on your legs is hard, guys. Yeah. He put in a lot of work. I give him credit. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe he did. He is changing his gear. If the shield thing is more of a permanent thing as opposed to, uh, you know, just kind of a yeah, they, they better they buddies. You, not, you don't cover Seth Rollins' physique either, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some interaction with Finn and Braun backstage setting up uh, what was going to happen later in the evening. But before that, Elias came out, uh, play a song for the crowd, entertain them a little bit, pick up on uh, what he wasn't able to accomplish last night. And then he was erupt- interrupted by Kurt Hawkins, uh, who said this time he's going to get the win. Match went on longer than I thought it was going to, but what did you think of this this segment and the match, Matt? It is what it is. Did, what, did they have, do they not have anything for uh, Homeboy? You know what I mean? If this is just something to the next big storyline for him, you know, at least he's featured, he's on Raw. You know, and he's killing a homeboy, so it works. It was kind of interesting with the way they build Hawkins. For a second, you almost felt like he might fluke a win. You know, I uh, you didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, they tried. They did a good job. Okay, yeah. To the average person, maybe watching that doesn't watch every week. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Just because he did get so much promo time, uh, you know, they yeah. were really uh, the crowd was into it. It almost seemed like if you're going to do it, like a post mania crowd or post SummerSlam crowd is the place to do it. 
Um, but I, I wouldn't want to see Elias getting beat to you know by Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and you know what? Why do guys who only win matches, or why do guys that that you know, why do they get all the mic time, right? Why why doesn't a loser get mic time? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if this is wrestling and we're watching it, and we're supposed to be treating it real. There are no time cues as far as, hey, you have two minutes, go cut a promo, go. We're not supposed to know that. It's supposed to be a sport in a way, right? right. So you're supposed to go out. These guys should be able to talk for as long as they want to talk in our heads when we're watching this. That's how it should be if we're looking at this as real. So why can't somebody like Hawkins go on and on and on and cut a, a, a promo even though he loses? It still builds a character. Yeah. And he did. And he was good on the mic here. Yeah, he was. He was. This was so much better than just some squash, I thought. For sure. With nobody. Yeah, it yeah. seemed like they just dropped Elias and Lashley. Like, uh, they didn't do anything at SummerSlam last night. No mention of it tonight. Corbin is not uh, is not much of an improvement for Bobby. No. For Bobby, but for Corbin it is. Yeah. Uh, Dana Brooke backstage talking with Apollo Crews. When Titus O'Neil walked up, is something going on between Dana and Apollo? They certainly were hinting at it. Um, <laughs> that led to Authors of Pain versus Titus Worldwide. Oh I was more God. interested in what's going on with Dana and Apollo than I was this match. It's like a soap opera voiceover. Yeah. This is, what, four weeks now? Five weeks we've done some variation of AOP and, and Titus Worldwide? Yup, and they were selling way too much tonight. Yeah, they have been the whole time. I mean, Titus beat one of the guys, you know, a few weeks ago. I mean, they've they've taken all the, <laughs> excuse me, all the the specialness. Badassness. Yeah. yeah. AOP is just a, a big, a couple big guys. Yeah, that could be beat by anybody, pretty much. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, hit the last chapter and pinned Cruz for the win. Um, after that. Ronda Rousey, our new Raw Women's Champ. Stephanie came out, talked about how Ronda's victory is her victory. She sees so much of uh, herself in Ronda. Uh, had the rest of the women's division standing around the ring. Ronda, uh, yeah, Ronda was uh, dogging Stephanie pretty hard once she got in there, and it led to her ending the segment with putting her in the arm bar. But, of course, before doing that, Ronda put over the entire women's division, and then all the faces joined Rousey in the ring. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this segment was pretty brutal. For she's a jolly good fellow. So corny. Yeah, and her saying she won the title for all the, you know, the whole women's division. And yeah. it helps the division, don't get me wrong. But, you know, to have everyone out there, it just, something didn't sit right. Did that you have all these women. That didn't make you uncomfortable? It did, and it, it you, especially got like Sasha and Bailey, who, and yeah, granted, Ronda Rousey did bring up that they had the uh, Iron Woman match, and uh, that was a big reason for where they are now. But to see them having to sit on the outside, and I don't know, you know, having to do this raw raw stuff for Ronda, it was just kind of, yeah. you just didn't you sit well. And what the what the hell were the Bellas doing there? They haven't been on. Oh, go away! <laughs> I mean, if you're back, you're back, but. First, say you're back before you're just randomly put it, you know, in these segments. So it was, it was just very random. Uh, I got nothing. I hated this. God, I hated this. I was embarrassed to be. I mean, not embarrassed to be a fan, but I just made my skin crawl. It, it was it was cheesy. I well, it's. Throw, I wanted to throw my remote through the TV. 
Yeah. It's it's kind of a little variation on what we feared when Ronda showed up at the Royal Rumble this year. Here's this women's division. They have all these stars in the women's division. They've spent all this time building this division to have it taken seriously, to have it be a main event attraction. Ronda Rousey comes in. She's the center of attention. She's the one everyone's talking about. And there's a danger. I'm not saying they're doing this or they're going to do this, but there is a danger that they lean so heavily on that. All the other women fade to the background. They stop giving them meaningful storylines. And what was great about this division fades with it. And also, you, you know, like when they'll do like a pull apart with um, with Brock and Roman and they send all the the second tier guys out. Right. Yeah. In this segment, it made all the women look second tier. Like it's just, you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like they're all secondary. And because that was, you know, pretty much their whole raw women's division other than Nia Jax, who uh, who knows what's going on with her. But uh, it just makes them look secondary. And it's like these are the stars, Rhonda and Stephanie and you guys stay outside and watch us do our thing. And then you guys can celebrate afterwards. And whenever Stephanie talks with, with the women outside the ring, it just feels so much like, you know, the teacher, you know, talking to the students in class. Just, I don't know. I, I just cannot stand the segment. Yeah. At least with Charlotte on SmackDown, Charlotte is one of the women's division. She feels like those are her peers. This just felt like it's not gelling. You don't see Stephanie on SmackDown either, so you don't have those segments where Stephanie is addressing them and you know, kind of talking down to them. I don't yeah, know. and it's... it works better with Paige on SmackDown because Paige is one of them. Yeah, she's a peer. Yeah. Um, Bo Dallas versus Scott Dawson. Why is that funny? I don't know, I'm just laughing because the way that, well, I'm thinking about what I tweeted during this match. Um, What's that? Well, <laughs> what did you tweet? Have you ever listened to the Revival's theme song, like the words? No. Make it get, good get hard or something. We go hard all day, all night. <laughs> Great for our sponsor of uh, last night's podcast. Brought to you by Blue Chew. Uh, yeah, and they will be back, folks. So, uh, breaking news you heard it here first. <laughs> there will be more Blue Chew on the Wrestling Inc. Hey, podcast. You know what forward. we should do? We should all yeah. take one and see if it lasts the longest without <laughs> having to take off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Important caveat there. Um, no, no, no. So tonight, I'm not part of any of this conversation for everybody watching. Yeah, go back to the beginning of the podcast. Don't look at Matt I didn't on camera. Hear any of that. You know, it's right conclusions. Um, so th- this was kind of cool. I thought tonight that the revival got to defeat the B team one on one, back to back. Man, I want the revival to take those belts off the B team and return this to a serious tag division. Okay, but a lot's got to happen once that happens. Once that happens, you know what I mean. Like, do we forget how all these other tag teams have been buried? We just said AOB destroyed Hardy before well, they're not no longer together. But like, no, there's no real tag teams. And yeah, you can't take them seriously. Yeah, they, they'd be by themselves unless it's okay, Sigler and, and, and McIntyre or two singles acts together. Actually, that's how you do it, man. Yeah, you put. Uh, you put Seth and Dean back together. You put back Drew and Dolph in the division. Back you have them with the revival. Then you have AOP. AOP versus Drew and Ziggler. I just want to see Drew McIntyre in the ring with AOP. I think that'll Maybe be a hell of a match. You guys want to hear something? That may be the future of tag team wrestling, as we know. Instead of two tag team techno, you know, specialists, right? It goes the way of two single superstars now forming together as tag teams because they have that much overload of talent. Yeah, they yeah. want to get them on TV and utilize them. Maybe that is the future. Yeah. You know what else would be cool? 
because uh, Bray Wyatt's not doing anything right now, is you have the B team yeah. lose to the Revival, that and then cool. Bray is trying to brainwash Bo Dallas and get him into the fold, and eventually gets him. Bo Dallas turns on Curtis Axel, becomes you know becomes a crazy loon with Bray Wyatt, and they just awesome. start wrecking havoc. Would be freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, Dawson dropped Bo on his head basically tonight, covered him for the two count. And then with Dash Wilder, he slammed, uh, oh, the gory bomb, covered him for the pin, uh, Dash on Curtis Axel. So, and after that, yeah, they were set it up where I think this feud's going to keep going. Um, oh, yeah. This was just a way to, you know, revival loss last night. They needed to get something so that they can keep this feud going. So they got two wins in, in a way. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the first time Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel have lost, right? Since, uh, since they came to, you know, since they got separated from the Miz. Lose. I've no, since, they got, since they got separated from the Miz when they became the B team. Yeah. I've not seen them lose. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that was their first loss. Hmm. Well, after that, Kurt Angle uh, got put on vacation by yep. Stephanie McMahon, Baron Corbin promoted to general manager. Uh, they made it clear it's not a permanent vacation. It's probably a couple weeks. I wonder if he has like some some uh, commitments or something. Probably. Yeah. And storyline, this is good, right? Because with Roman, they can he can turn the screws on him a bit with the shield. I mean, Corbin, uh, you know, with just with that grin, man, I think he could just uh, cause a lot of chaos and make Raw a little more fun for the next few weeks. Um, we got the universal title match, Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. So they started this, uh, what about 20, 25 minutes to the hour. Very good competitive match. I was, I don't know about you guys. I was worried. This was going to be a squash just showing Roman's dominance. Now that he's the universal champ, but this was really competitive. Yeah, I figured it would. Roman and Finn always have great matches. And it was that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these are the best two nights that Finn has had since SummerSlam 2016. Oh. You know, every Roman gives Finn a lot. Every time they're in the ring together, I mean, Roman sells his ass off for Finn. I mean, yes, you, because you look at him side by side, and Roman is so much bigger, and he, I mean, he sells his ass off for Finn. He, I mean, it, it does not look like, like when you see Finn facing Braun or something like that, where it's overly, uh, you know, the size is overly. Roman can work. Roman can work. I'm not saying like Braun's good. But Braun can't work everybody and make everybody look good. Roman can. That's how much he's improved. You guys, not you guys, but fans have got to give this dude credit finally. He can work. He's not just a big, good-looking guy out of the shield that, that, that has the superstar look Vince loves. He is a worker now. He can go. Yeah, this match was awesome. Absolutely. So Braun came in towards the end there, distracted Roman a bit, made it seem like Finn was going to win for a hot second there. Uh, but then Roman got the better of him, nailed him with the spear for the win after a missed coup de gras. And then Braun was going to cash in uh, when Roman was uh, kicked. Roman Roman was down. Braun was going to cash in. And then in comes Dean and Seth, the shield reforming. And before the match could officially start. Um, yeah. Braun went on Roman and then went back and said, forth with Shield yeah. coming. Uh, it's got to him. Got to yes. Braun. For the triple right. power bomb through the announcer table. Go for it, Matt. All right. Um, what the hell kind of big boot was that, Braun? That was a big boot to the gut. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened to Braun's big boot there. It just didn't get up there high enough. And I'm like, oh, damn, Roman's stuck selling that. <laughs> like he was down selling that as you would a boot to the face, right? Uh, forever. And I was like, what the hell? Pick him up and nuke him with something. You, that's your champion. You can't, 
whether it's a match or not, a boot to the chest or stomach. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, that being said, this uh, one of the things I really liked about it is it felt like the old shield. Remember when they brought the shield back last year? You know, it was three happy baby faces back together. This felt like that old gritty. You know, when they were heels, that uh, that badass group that really, uh, really took over. So uh, they it, they felt very heelish here. Like if it wasn't Roman Reigns, I would say this was a heel turn. But um, since it's Roman, Roman makes them heel. It, I mean, I would love well, it. I mean, we've Roman's been wanting Roman to turn heel for years. And it's gonna. Ha- I have a feeling this is how maybe maybe this is how it happens because not because they wanted to, but Roman is why they got booed. Mm-hmm. Okay, bronze over, yes. And that's why I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, and they started chanting, holy smack, you know, holy shit. I was like, which way are they going to go? They've got to go one way eventually. And they started to go with Braun, I thought. Yeah, it seemed like they were having a hard time picking. They were for the <laughs> longest time, right? But they were live. I mean, they were they were going crazy for this whole thing. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, the shield attack of Braun. I was too at home. I thought it was cool as hell. Unpredictable. I did not know this was going to happen. Same here. I ca- I actually came to this office because I usually watch it, you know, on, on the big screen. And um, you know, while while Roman and Finn was going on, I was just going to finish it on this TV. And then once the shield came out, I was like, "Holy crap!" You know, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that was so cool. It was a really cool moment. What do you think, Glenn? I thought it was cool. I thought Braun cashing in would have been great. Um, I think ending it this way and giving him another opportunity. Man, they're they're teasing the hell out of this Brooklyn crowd two nights in a row with Braun. You don't want Braun to cash in and lose, though. Oh, absolutely not. And and cashing in to win is just too soon after you just did that title change. I thought they were going to have that distraction and let Finn pick up the title for a minute and then a Braun cash in on Finn and that way sort of protect Roman. Uh, in the process, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I don't know what their cash in plan is. I just sure say you haven't done going. a title change in a year, and to do three in two nights would be way too much. I think you got to let Roman keep the belt for a while, and then that way, whoever beats him for it, it means something. Um, just to just to hot shot it uh, just makes no sense after all, yeah. all this time, all that investment. Yeah, and the thing that was kind of really cool about this that sold me that there was going to be a title change pre-shield coming out obviously was that it took forever first of all for them to go oh cash it in wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> the, the ring girl the ring girl that, wait, that wait, what, what 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 me me what, 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 what? what is this why are you giving this to me <laughs> and uh it was ridiculous is i guess so annoyed with that crap and i was like hurry up you know and that's what they probably want from us to react as but then they did they said he's cashing in his money i go oh my god this is going to happen they don't yeah. ever really let it get to that point ever where they yep. say so-and-so's cashing this and that very rarely happens like that. It does maybe, maybe it's happened a couple of times and then the, the carpet was yanked out and it didn't count or whatever. But generally speaking, when they make that announcement that this, you know, so-and-so's cashing in the money in the briefcase, that's it. And it's, and that's the match. Yeah. It's supposed to start, you know, but good job on the announcers to reiterating, wait, hang on, the bell's not rung yet. You know, they did a good job with that. Yeah. But why, why did it take so long to ring the bell? I, <laughs> they did. Yeah. There was no, re, what, wait, let me think Like once it. they said he's cashing in, ring the bell. It should have rung right there. But it, yeah, you're, you're taking, yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> I they hit the shield music right then, maybe. It was, it was, it was a little bit. I think they, they let it. Space. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
there's but, enough you know, space in there to hit the bell. You're right. We don't want to let the facts get in the way of a good story. It was awesome the way they did it. Like if you don't overthink it, it was uh, it was really cool. So did I blink and miss Kevin Owens tonight, or was he not on the show? No, he wasn't on the show. First uh, Raw he's missed in quite some time. It's okay as long as they give him something good finally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they kept him off after Hell in the Cell, right? The, I mean, not Hell in the Cell, the uh, that cage match the next night he wasn't on. Uh, was he with Sammy? Uh, I can't remember now. Uh, Sammy wasn't. No, no, I'm talking about just like last month at Extreme. Oh, is Sammy Zane? He's injured. He's uh, having a couple surgeries, or he underwent like two shoulder surgeries, so he's out until like WrestleMania season. Oh boy! And then. Uh, yeah, after we talk about this, Eric Rowan also was injured at SummerSlam. What do you have happen? Um, here, let me get let me get that up real quick. Like out 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 indefinitely injured? Yeah, so he he hurt his arm. Uh, according to PW Insider, he hurt his arm during uh, the match with the New Day, and uh, people are worried that he might have suffered a biceps injury. And so, if that's so the case, isn't that, isn't that what Ambrose had? If it's a bicep tear, he had, tri- he had triceps. But yeah, is that what Ambrose injury was a tricep tear? Yeah. Ooh. That yeah. these are these are what happens to wrestlers when you guys look at a Jericho or someone Kofi years later into their career and you see like their body, their muscle looks kind of a little bit off. It's that tear that never gets a chance to properly heal because of wrestling, the wrestler schedule, even with the time off to get the surgery done, time off to recuperate. There's something about it. That that muscle does not come back. Look at both of Kurt Angle's arms. So much atrophy happens when yeah. you tear these muscles. It's it's insane. So that sucks for Aaron uh, uh, Rowan, rather. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. SmackDown. They're really hyping that up. It's a hell, dude. That show is awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Match wise, they just go match to me. I love that. I, I love them, dude. The talent on that show and the matches are just all. It just flows a whole show, pretty much. Yeah, last night, SummerSlam. I'm sorry, guys. On SummerSlam, SmackDown stole that show. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what's next for AJ and Joe. I want to see, I really want to see what's next for Becky. Um, SmackDown should be awesome tomorrow night. So they announced a no DQ match with the Bludgeon Brothers against the New Day, and you know we just said that Rowan's injured, so I don't know. That title's changing. Yeah, that title's probably changing, um, and probably quick. Like they take Rowan out beat the crap out of Harper and, and get the pin. Jeff Hardy versus Randy o- Orton is opening the show. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a, a show opener. Yeah, Hardy, man, he he hasn't looked that great. I feel like he needs... He's a walk-in wounded. Yeah, he. Need, I feel like he needs some time off or uh, be put in a tag team or something because he just looks like he's in when some pain. It- yeah, I was gonna say, when does a guy just get credit for being older now and banged up and like, okay, this is what we're gonna get out of him? Um, kudos him for getting out there. Yeah, does I can't believe happen? he's wrestling. I can't believe he's wrestling after that uh, apron bump, that Santon to Seriously. the apron. Uh, I've never just two days later. Like, I've never seen anything like him. I swear to you guys, he's just so resilient. <laughs> he's like giving interviews talking about all those injuries and his bad back and then he goes and does that it's like man come on we're we're more worried for you than you are definitely definitely and maybe that's his new gimmick now you know he's just gonna talk about the injuries all the time and then keep doing it just to sort of blur the lines because um, this is new to him he does it you guys look at his career he does not get injured this was his first injury that just recently he came back from 
He does not get hurt. That's his gimmick. So in real life, he's probably like, oh, smack, oh, bleep. Like, this is my first time really getting hurt. Now I'm having all these other multiple injuries coming on. This is weird. So when he's talking about that, that's a shoot for him. Those are new experiences and emotions he's going through for the very first time that we all went through in year two of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we saw uh, photos last night of Matt Hardy backstage producing. Yeah. And uh, so Rebby Hardy. I like that. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So Rebby Hardy was on Busted Open and she was talking about Matt Hardy's contract is coming up in March. And, uh, was basically saying he's really looking at his options, like his post wrestling options right now, as far as oh, producing yeah. and, and working yeah. backstage and and uh, kind of moving on. What do producers? Get... I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Oh, what do producers make? I think is my question compared 80, to wrestlers. Eighty-five, maybe downside. I don't know. Eighty-five, eighty-five flat. I don't know for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's not that much. I mean, it's a you know that's not. I'm not saying that's a bad amount of money, but it's uh, not compared to what they would get as a wrestler. And that's not fair to me. I'm thinking back when I was there, so I don't know. Um, But Matt Hardy is one. Good lord, like those those dudes need to be picking his brain, and and they won't even have to pick his brain. He will insert like his ideas on these guys and girls, and it's going to be awesome. That dude's brain, I would love to get inside his head. Yeah, we, I mean, we saw when he was in charge of his character and the broken character and all the stuff he was doing in TNA and how, so creative. you know, people people are praising TNA right now. They're doing some of their all-time low ratings. Granted, it's preseason NFL, but they go against the NFL every year. Um, What's so good about it? What are they doing? Just people are liking the, the product um, as far as, the, I guess, just the wrestling on the show. Who's really good? Like, who's doing really good for them? Uh, you know, Austin Aries is the champ. Uh, they got Phoenix, Pentagon. Uh, you, you know, they got a they got a very talented roster now. Again, it's you need more than just in ring, and they don't really have much of that. I feel like, and I think that's that's hurting. You know, whereas you know when they had Hardy, a lot of the other stuff was sucking, but the broken stuff kept you drawn in. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I, I used to I watched it because of that at the time. Yeah. Is Jimmy Jacobs still doing creative at Impact? He's he's working with them, yeah. Okay. I mean, for me, that makes me like interested in watching because I like I love what he did in the WWE. But um, yeah, I th- with Matt Hardy though, yeah, I think uh, if they listen to him, he could do amazing things, especially for the tag division. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, CM Punk turned down All In. Is do we do we have that confirmed that an offer was actually made? Yeah, so I talked to Cody Rhodes this morning. Uh, so that's up on the site on Wrestling Inc. The the first part. Uh, yeah, he said they uh, uh, Matt Jackson made him a, a real offer. Uh, it wasn't just in, in passing, and they he turned it down. Didn't really want anything to do with it. He said uh, they weren't telling him that he had to have a match. They just wanted him to be involved, you know, in su- some fashion, just because they think it'd be cool for the fans. But uh, you know, talking to Cody, it, it made it sound like. Punk wants nothing to do with it, and you know he he's got so much uh, ill will against WWE that this is where he can hurt him if he wanted to. This is where he's valuable. It's not in MMA yeah. or UFC. This is where he can make a difference and and this hurt WWE in the pocketbook and popularity and helping. You know WWE doesn't want ROH selling out Madison Square Garden and New Japan expanding, and Punk would be a big part of that if you know they for TV deals and things like that if they had him. Um, I think he's uh, he's stubborn. He's hard-headed, but uh, there's a lot of value there that's just being left on the table. 
Yeah. Man, what else is going on? We got a little time. What, what haven't we covered in the world of wrestling? Yeah, let's do a. Uh, let's, we can take some questions real quick, so maybe like five minutes of questions, and then, uh, and then. Uh, when do we ever do that? Yeah, we, we're kind. We kind of <laughs> bree- we kind of flew through tonight's podcast. First well, let's night. Talk about NXT. After takeover, we <laughs> we did like almost two hours. Then last night was like an hour and a half, and now we're at like what forty five minutes. Yeah, seriously. Um, Let's see, guys. Uh, feel free to throw your uh, your questions in the chat. People are asking about EC3 on SmackDown. I was surprised there was no call-ups tonight uh, on on Raw. It, it felt where um, is their room? Yeah, yeah. Um, no room. Yeah, it. Uh, I guess SmackDown. SmackDown's pretty loaded too. So we'll see. I don't know. EC3 losing made it seem like he could be. So I wouldn't be surprised. He, he seems more like a, a, a SmackDown kind of guy right now. Hey, Matt, uh, someone's asking who your favorite wrestler is this year. It's always been KO. Um, Kevin Owens. Uh, do you think Chris Jericho should go to Impact? Um, no. He's been kind of teasing it. Um, but I just don't know. I just don't see putting that spark in the company. I feel like they need to make some changes first. Uh, people are asking about Ray Mysterio. He is pretty much done. He's um, doing all in. He's got a show the night after um, that David Arquette's wrestling on he, in the tag match with, against James Ellsworth. And that's, that's his last indie show. And he's pretty much WWE bound after that. As people are asking if Dean will turn on the shield. No, hell no. At first, I thought he would turn on Rollins, but no, hell no. Yeah. Glenn, what do you pick? Uh, what do you think they'll have as the main event for WrestleMania? WrestleMania, I think Charlotte versus Ronda makes the most sense. For the uh, the Universal title match. <laughs> oh, main um, event, Universal title. Well, if they're going to keep it on Roman, I mean, who do they build up, right? I mean, do you think they'll be just so predictable is to be like oh we're gonna have brock come back for that after he's done actually i could see if brock goes to ufc and does a big ufc fight in the meantime raises his stock there that seems like that's in line with their thinking that's a it's a tough call to make right you can't stretch braun out that far right yeah i mean they're 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 really doing the, the pushing the braun stuff hard right now it's like a, you almost think that they're going to do that at hell in a cell yeah or maybe if the rock, if the rock comes back I mean, that's yeah. like the match to do, Rock and Roman. Yeah. Oh, what if it was the the Rock and Roman versus uh, Brock and Braun teaming up? Yeah. I, I don't think you want to do. I just feel like singles matches for those guys is, is the most uh, is the most drama. Someone's asking if you're wearing pants, Matt. <laughs> you really want to see? Join me on Up Live after this, and I'll show you. No. Yeah. I mean, yes, I'm wearing pants. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cena, people are asking about Cena he's filming a movie with Jackie Chan in China right now he is wrestling on this uh, September 1st event in Shanghai and then he's going to be wrestling at that super show in Australia so mm. he's wow. still uh, still wrestling here and there but the movie career is taking over, he's lost a lot of weight for this movie with Jackie Chan So Cena? Yeah. Is there any pictures of him somewhere? Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you we had posted yeah. it uh, like a month ago but he's yeah. lost like 30 pounds can't imagine that. Yeah. 
Yeah, poor Rude. Yep. Poor Rude. Why? <laughs> he wasn't even he wasn't on SummerSlam. He wasn't even on the show tonight. Oh, right. Would you shake Randy Orton's hand, Matt? No. <laughs> Crazy, Glenn. I take it you wouldn't. Uh you maybe maybe give him a dose of his own medicine. You know why not? <laughs> I I thought honestly, once he became a dad, I saw I thought I saw it just change. I really did. And what what kind of change can I really say? I saw. I watched him on TV, right? But <laughs> not in real life. But I just assumed, you know, the way he'd be talking in his interviews was very different. He's a dad now. All that stuff that he used to do is super immature, you know, and then he does this now. Okay, so this wasn't now. These these stories no. are coming out now. They're from back in the day. From back when oh. you were there, Matt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a Randy. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You should see when we used to go out in Louisville back in OVW. You wouldn't believe his antics. I'm sure. Can you, can, Funny can you, stuff. I'm, I'm not going to lie. not say it wasn't hilarious. Is there Just, something uh, is Just, there something safe that you can share? Oh my no, God no, <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be the headline on Wrestling Inc. Matt Morgan alludes to Randy Orton antics, <laughs> yeah. refuses to give details. So uh, no, I mean I'm a compulsive hand washer. Here's the thing about the Randy Orton. <laughs> I, I wash the, no, I wash my hands all the time. I do too. I just assume if you're shaking hands with enough people in your day-to-day business, guess what? There's odds some guy was touching his junk shortly before shaking your hand. Like, wash your hands, people. Absolutely. Yeah. Mickey James is still with WWE. She's just injured. She got injured a few weeks ago. People, a lot of people ask about Jason Jordan. So Jason Jordan, his uh, injury is pretty serious, this neck injury that he's got. And uh, he has not been cleared yet. So even though he's been at Raws and stuff, he has not been cleared. And the rumor is that he has also been kind of doing what Matt Hardy's been doing, just kind of like watching the producers and stuff. That doesn't mean he's not coming back. It just means like he's also uh, trying to learn uh, some of the back, the backstage stuff. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Man, there's so much talent in this company. And, and this week yeah. was okay. I mean, SummerSlam, I thought, you know, the consensus is it was pretty good. Tonight, all things considered, I thought they put on an entertaining show. It had some low points. But you think about some of the weeks that we see on Raw, less on SmackDown, but some of the weeks we see on Raw, all this talent, and some weeks this is the best they can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it was two good nights. I thought it was two really strong nights with TakeOver and SummerSlam. Tonight was actually, you know what? Overall, I, you know, I think that ending segment was awesome. So I, I give tonight's show a, a, a mild thumbs up. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's about right. A mild <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Naomi's bot. Yeah. One more. Somebody's asking about Naomi. I think she's doing something with the Iconics tomorrow on SmackDown. Oh, nice. Yeah. SmackDown. That's where it's at, man. I'm doing the wrong show. <laughs> right. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow night, SmackDown. I'm looking forward to it. I think they're going to they're gonna just uh, finish really strong. And uh, I think the first tickets go on sale for Evolution right after SmackDown ends tomorrow night. Right. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to try and, and get uh, seats. Take a little break after t- tomorrow. Go get some golf in or something. Get outside. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern, myself and Raj. And uh, do we got anyone else coming on? No, it's oh, you, no, and, you and Justin. You and Justin. That's right. Oh, yeah, Raj, you're off the hook after tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, there we go, man. Uh, Matt, what do you want to plug before we uh, get going here? At uh, 12.45 a.m. sharp on the 
dot. I will be uh, streaming from a new app on your iPhone or Android. Download it. Look up Matt Morgan, and I'll do uh, some more Q and A about wrestling, lifting, anything. Just uh, hit me up on UpLive. And, and Matt, you you froze up there for a second. How can they download the app? Oh, go to the App Store, download UpLive. It's free, and look up Matt Morgan, and then you'll find me. Twelve forty-five a.m. tonight. Check it out. Awesome. Uh, so the Cody Rhodes interview is up on the site, Raj. What else you got going on? Part one of Cody Rhodes is up. He talks about CM Punk turning down All In. Uh, I got more with him talking about Stephen Amell. Uh, you know, uh, uh, wrestling at All In. Uh, you know, the, the, the sellouts that are happening now uh, outside of WWE. WWE not monopolizing wrestling. Uh, Ric Flair talking about Hulk Hogan being reinstated into the Hall of Fame. Uh, just tons of stuff. Tons of good stuff with Flair. So I think there's like three more. <laughs> Three more articles with Flair coming out over the next couple of weeks. So nice, uh, and all the stuff he's doing uh, in the hip hop community. Uh, Flair talked about that, so definitely check it out. Sounds good. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Live tweet along with a lot of WWE programming, and uh, yeah, we'll see you back here Wednesday, twelve noon Eastern, for the next edition of the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.